0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Now, news headlines with Molly on The Big Party
0: Show. Well, the College World Series is just a few days away and we're already starting to get word of some of the teams that we will be uh, able to root for. Um, So Omaha will be welcoming uh, the Seminoles from Florida. They're also going to be looking at the Louisville Cardinals, the Michigan Wolverines.
1: That kind of seems uncommon, Michigan getting in. Yeah. yeah, They beat number one UCLA, but the rest kind of usual suspects keep going.
0: So uh, we've got the Mississippi State Bulldogs. we got the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders, the Vanderbilt Commodores. So those are just some that have already clinched their... Uh, you know, super regionals. We'll probably be getting more as we get closer, but no, 1 o'clock Saturday is the first game.
1: I don't know how far Michigan's gone, but the rest of them have all been here. Yeah. Texas Tech, uh, a
2: lot of fans for those guys. Yeah, these seems like schools you know. that'll travel well. Yeah, we might be overly filled this year. Good.
0: And then uh, in Nebraska football, we've got a neat little thing going on coming up this Friday, Saturday. And then uh, on Friday, the 21st, you will be able to watch the the camps, the National Adidas Pipeline Camp. That's an event set to take place this Saturday. Each of these events is free and open to the public. But Nebraska football will be hosting Friday night light camps, June 14th and June 21st. All going on at Memorial Stadium, free to the public. Seating for the camps is in the lower bowl. Um, But, you know, it's a great opportunity to get a little, just a taste of some Nebraska football to hold you over until August when we finally get some of those preseason games. American Airlines is grounding its Boeing 737 MAX jets through September 3rd. Back in April, the airline originally grounded the jets through August 19th. And then in a statement American Airlines said that the extension of the cancellations will give staff and customers more time to plan their upcoming travel. What is American has about taking? 115 daily flights. It's just it's screwed it up. What is taking so
1: long? Remember it was a software glitch. How do you think it'd be a quick fix?
0: I think it's more than that. I think software glitch must be an over an umbrella term for something far more reaching because if it were just as simple as you say like as we've all been told the software glitch yeah i mean come on write a line of code let's go and fix this thing it's been months and now they're planning on it being off of you know being grounded through labor day i mean so the 737 Max has been grounded worldwide since March two fatal crashes happened. Software changes have been made by Boeing but the uh, FAA as well as global counterparts haven't signed off on the fixes. It they shows how convince. high-tech
1: fl- planes are now. that yeah. it's basically like your computer crashing that a planes can can crash, can crash every And hour. then it crashes. They must just be in fear of maybe Isn't that that's scarier though that you're yes. like, "Well, how many what other planes are that techy?" I don't want to
0: die in a plane crash. The pilot has to call the
1: IT guy.
0: Because of a software glitch. uh, It's just, well, and 115 American airline flights daily are impacted by this grounding of that whole fleet. And I think Southwest Airlines has the most of these 737 Maxes. So they've had to do some reorganizing too. And it's... It's like a rolling effect on, you know, people have booked flights. I mean, now we're probably getting into flights that people are booking and it's not a 737 max, but for Mm -hmm. a while there, they had to scramble to find other planes to accommodate people that were, had bought tickets for a flight that now no longer exists. One person's dead. Several others hurt after a crane collapse in Dallas, Texas. Crane fell on top of an apartment building yesterday during a storm that brought 80-mile-an-hour winds.
2: Holy smokes. 80-mile-an-hour. Yeah. That's hurricane stuff, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's borderline. The uh, entire building was evacuated. Officials believe everyone's accounted for, but search and rescue dogs had to be used to get to areas that were too dangerous for rescuers. Look like a knife going enter. through
1: butter. Yeah, I'm I mean, bet. it just—it cut the building, cut straight down to the so bottom. Creepy.
2: Those cranes always intrigue me. I don't know why. They're just so massive, and they carry mm-hmm. so much weight, and they have to, you know, erect this thing.
1: Ooh, Ooh I said, erect. careful, oh, He's Randy. is <laughs> He's getting himself all hot talking about cranes. Oh, erect.
0: That's got to be a spooky job, yeah. uh, crane operator the guys that are up in those glass cases that are up towards the top moving things around. You not only have to be really adept at moving and operating the crane, but obviously not afraid of heights or have vertigo.
1: You said operating the crane. You don't think you'd have a very long career if you were afraid of heights.
0: Yes, I think think it would probably
1: keep keep you
0: grounded. The Stanley Cup Final is going to Game 7. The Bruins... Beat the Blues five to one in Game Six. It was in St. Louis, so now that final decisive game will happen in Boston. How many? How many goals are
2: scored in the final period? I, it was two zero when I turned, at the beginning of the third.
1: Yeah, Boston got five.
0: Holy smokes! So Boston's gonna host that final game this Wednesday. And everybody
1: in St. Louis was ready for the party. That was the thing. The Stanley Cup was in the house. Yeah, you know it was in a box. The guy was with the white gloves, ready to go. They had the champagne. What do you think? What's your What's your thoughts on the on the thing? F- it's gonna be a battle. F- the winner. You don't have a, a. You don't think St. Louis or Bruins game seven? Uh, who knows? I just I knew it would go all the way to the end. It'll be whoever makes the last move. So the so Boston's number one line woke up last night they've okay. been asleep for a while so St. Louis is probably in trouble it's been all about their goalie this this rookie for Again. St. Louis i mean if he would have won last mm. night it would have been the new record no no rookie has ever won 16 games okay. in the Stanley Cup so it's it's heroic stuff that this goalie's doing remember St. Louis was the worst team in the league in January yeah now it's look. nuts that they got this far
0: come on when it comes to uh, Father's Day, which is coming up this Sunday, a lot of you know dads are considered sort of like the handyman of the household, but that perspective might be changing. There's a new survey that's found that millennial dads are not as uh, are not as handy as their baby boomer counterparts. That uh, new dads, basically the do-it-yourself projects that you do around the house are in a decline because millennial dads are not fix-it men. Well,
1: did their dads teach them? I mean, it's, you know. That's how you kind of learn. Kind of have to be taught.
0: The idea was millennial dads are less likely than their boomer counterparts to do things like change a car tire on the side of the road, unblock a toilet or a sink, reset a tripped circuit breaker or even open a stuck pickle jar. Those aren't even considered That's handy. That's <laughs>
1: base level. Like non-handy people, you got to learn that stuff. You need to learn how to change a
2: tire.
0: That's Don't most crazy. ladies know how to change a tire now? I, Yeah. I, I mean, and it, I learned uh, by necessity. You know. okay. I mean, it was like one of those things where it's like, well, either I am going to be stuck here with a flat tire or I'm going to learn pretty quick. How to do this. That That is it's unbelievable. It's pretty self-explanatory, it though. Is, I mean, the, the, they, the changing tires thing, they have so streamlined that. I mean, it's pretty idiot-proof. But you're wow. saying
2: these, these there's, there's men out there that don't know how to do that.
0: Yeah, a lot of guys, they say many millennial dads, almost 50%, do not even own a cordless drill. How do you not own a cordless drill? I, I just oh. don't understand. Don't you need one just for general house stuff? I mean, a cordless drill is like one of the first things you get in your little toolbox arsenal, they say almost 50% don't have a stepladder. A oh, step yeah.
1: ladder. So I would think these, and these are millennial dads, not just yes. millennial men. So no. that would be that would be pretty stressful to be a dad. You know, you got all that dad responsibility, but you don't right. know how to do any of this stuff.
0: But then a third of them, over a third don't have screwdrivers or hammers. How do you not have? I mean, one of the well- reasons you
1: don't outsource, is, about 100% of your motivation is pride.
0: Yes. Right. You'd rather yes. do it wrong
1: than pay someone to do it right. Exactly.
0: I, I mean, the idea enough. of like, you got to at least, you got to at least try. I just remember when I got my first very own apartment, a good friend of mine who was sort of like a, like a big sister, she, my housewarming present was a toolbox. Okay. She me a toolbox full of like tools, like hammer, screwdriver, wrench, that kind of stuff. And it was just such a smart thing to give as a housewarming present to a first-time person on their own. And that always stuck with me. Because I I didn't really think about it, you know, until you go to hang a picture on the wall. And you need it. I guess I need a hammer. Hammer and a drill.
1: (laughs) So so if they're not fixing things, what are they doing better? So they're not (laughs) as handy as dad, but they must be doing something better. Tech
0: handy. So that's the thing, is that they may not be hands-on handy, but when it comes to tech stuff, troubleshooting Tech things like the computer goes weird or the internet, you know, haywire or your Wi-Fi or all that kind of stuff. They are more of the go-to than the baby boomers. And the baby boomers are the ones calling their millennial sons or grandsons and saying, I, you know, I don't know how to get online, that kind of thing.
1: Wow. Okay. I don't know how to do tech stuff.
0: Dad,
2: I don't know how to do tech stuff, but I don't know how to. Come over
1: and change the light bulb for me. <laughs> I know. That's yes. sad. What was the pickle jar? They can't, what they can't open like, a pickle can't jar. Can't open a open. pickle
0: jar. I mean, that's just basic. I mean, that's not even handy. That's just called having... It's like, so they're on. just not eating the Grip. pickles, I guess. I guess I, pickle like-
1: sales must be down <laughs> with millennial dads because they... They can't get it open. <laughs>
2: Jeff, that's, you're getting ahead of yourself. That's tomorrow's millennial study. <laughs>
0: pickles, the death of pickles. It's all about the jars.
2: Uh, I'm going to um, have to ask the kids now in, in the house, the boys, if they know how to change tires. Because I don't want them to grow up into that world of not knowing how to change a tire. I would think that that would be <sighs> stressful, too. Yes, i yes. didn't even think about it. The until unknown now. would stress yeah.
1: me out, driving around, being like, if that tire goes flat, I don't even know what to do. Because if you... Everything's scary that you haven't done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the scariest tire change I've ever done was in Canada on the side of the the road on a mountain. With trucks zipping by. No, Uh that's just horrifying. (laughs) But there was no other choice. It was like, well, we could freeze to death. Yeah, or fix the stupid thing. I
0: think for first-time drivers, parents should probably go over how to change a tire and also get a triple A. I mean, just in case it's something else. Just to you know, I mean, one of those things where just to know that you have twenty four hour, seven day a week coverage.
2: A, if you're out like, of you gas, know, a tri- need to tell. Something breaks. Right. Down. Something like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Something beyond just getting in a AAA is another way to. And but it's the cheap other
2: too. By the way, I, I have it and I got it for the family and uh, for my for my parents and they used it many old times. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: So uh, also, just a final note, handy dad the idea of what that means has changed as well. For us, handy dad was all the things that we've been describing, the guy mm-hmm. that can fix stuff, do whatever. Kids nowadays, they consider a handy dad somebody who is techie, somebody who can do all of the things that the millennials are now coming, you know, being good at, troubleshooting the computer, doing that kind of stuff. So kids also are looking at handy, the quote unquote handy differently as well. So maybe that's, I don't know if that's just part of it, or... But Come on, man, get a stepladder. You need a hammer. And he
1: can come in and fix the mouse. (laughs) He's so handy.
0: Move. Every dad, move
1: what you missed this morning on the big party show podcast
0: at channel 94 one dot com
1: all right so mike Epps at the ralston arena mm-hmm. this yeah, friday yeah. saturday sunday right so we're looking yeah. for like family grown worthy dad jokes all right yes so
2: let's see who this is uh this is anita hi anita thanks for calling hello how are you i'm good how are you this morning we're doing great all right so you want to get these tickets to mike Epps, right Yes, I do. So I need a
1: joke from you. Yeah. Worst joke, you know, by the way. The bad so bad not joke. Worst, not worst joke, Carnage joke. My dad called me one day, blowing my phone up. I said, hello. He goes, oh my God, did you hear the pope the had bird flu? I said, no, oh my goodness. How'd he get it? He said, his cardinals gave it to him.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. There we go. You're yeah. like, dad. And I, and I hung up on him. I love Good that he called you,
1: you. <laughs> that he was like, you got to hear this.
0: How dare you call
1: me? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. All right, well, that was simple. I like that one.
2: Yeah, so do uh-huh. I. So do Did I. you. Thank the you. Pope
1: got bird flu. His cardinals gave it to him. Like, Dad! Yeah. And then he just dropped the mic. Yes, and he laughed. Yo, Mike Billy laugh out his
2: chair. Laugh, yes. All right, well, dear, we got a pair of tickets for you. All right, it's Mike Epps and Our- friends at the Rossin Arena side room. It's June sixteenth at nine thirty. Okay. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you're, you're welcome. welcome.
2: And also, by the way, just you know, just be handy uh, because you're not out of winning because we do have you qualified for a meet and greet passes and to be upgraded to the best seats in the house.
0: Awesome. I'll take
1: those two if I get them. Okay. All right. Hold on the line, Anita. All right?
0: All right. Thank you. All right.
1: Anita is on the board.
0: There, there we go. Yeah,
1: with a is. with a cheesy Pope-related dad joke. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll that do this again. That he blew her
0: phone up to tell. That's. I just love the fact that he just kept calling. He's like, no, she's got to answer and hear this. Yeah. It's <laughs> sweet. It is All right. sweet. Don't forget again. Father's Day is Sunday. You're listening.
1: Party Morning Show on Channel
2: 941. All right, there we go. Celebrity News Molly, what's up?
0: So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is out, and John Cena is in for the upcoming Fast and Furious 9. All right, who's out? Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Really? That's a yeah. big loss. Yeah, yeah, I know. Is- I mean, they're trying to, you know, fill that with John Cena, who's like basically taking all the gigs that Dwayne The Rock Johnson isn't doing. <laughs> um, but I guess Vin Diesel first teased that Cena had been cast back in April. Um, little's known about his character, uh, but I guess Fast and the Furious starts production later this month and it's scheduled to come out next May. There is word from Paulie Perrette, that the reason she left NCIS was due to the fact that her co-star, Mark Harmon, terrified her. She said that she'll never return to work on the CBS hit show on account of the fact that lead actor Mark Harmon was, uh, I guess, physically abusive. Oh, Like like beating her up? She's afraid hey, she, of him. She she's said she's she has of
1: nightmares. Him. And then she tweeted these photos of a crew member That got bit by his dog. And people were like, well, that's his dog. Yeah. It's not Mark Harmon didn't. It was almost like implying, like, this is what happens when you mess with Mark Harmon. It's a picture of a guy with, like, a black eye. But he was playing with Mark Harmon's dog on the set, and the dog bit him. Okay.
0: How do you get a black eye, then, from a bite?
1: Well, I mean, it really was from the dog attacking him.
0: I know, but the black eye was the thing. I don't, I mean, I mean if you get the bit, have like- you ever
1: been bit by a dog? I mean, it breaks the skin. It's. Yeah, maybe bit him in the eye. You know, when people get bit on the face a lot, they're, your oh, face I is did- down by the dog and the dog snapped. Yeah.
0: Okay. I just didn't know if it was like a bite. And then a fight happened between Mark Harmon and this guy that he would get a black eye. Um, but she, uh, said that she was physically assaulted for saying no for defending this cast member and lost her job. She's apparently got a new gig coming, but she's going all in. Yeah. On CBS. She also
1: claims she got attacked by homeless people. She has all kinds of. Stories, I'm just saying.
0: I mean, this is just the latest from She's her. the
1: goth girl. On Do you I know, guys watch NCIS? No.
2: no, but I'm familiar yep. with her because of her. Um, and I mean, I, it's only
1: her. She's a unique person. Um, the goth chick. I mean, pick. she had said she was attacked by a homeless guy and went on Twitter and was like, almost died. That was in 2015. She said she was attacked outside her home by a psychotic homeless man who had murder in his eyes. Murder in his eyes, and then she, you know, went on Twitter. Oh my God, I almost died. I'm just saying that, you know, you have those dramatic people that there's always mm-hmm. yeah.
0: just yeah, surprised. We, it's like you're like Mark Harmon, just seems so the Coors Outdoorsman. And cool. <laughs> Justin Bieber is looking for a fight with Tom Cruise. Uh, Bieber tw- uh, took to social media and tweeted that he wants to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the Octagon. Paying reference to the UFC cage fight, he said Tom, "If you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down."
1: And then Conor McGregor jumped in and said he would help sponsor it. And then if I would see this, Tom Cruise didn't, didn't it. accept it. You know, he's not a man, so he's being called out by Bieber and Conor McGregor.
0: But no word on why, like where this came from. It's sort of a out of left field situation. Like why's. Justin Bieber suddenly calling out Tom Cruise. Justin Bieber's 25, Tom Cruise is 56. But people are still, if they were hedging bets, they would put their money on Tom Cruise on account of the fact that he does his own stunts, risks his life in real life, you know, getting physical in all these crazy movies and probably could do some damage in the the Octagon. Would you
2: guys want to watch that? Sure. Getting choked out, Justin Bieber getting choked out by Tom Cruise. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that good old celebrity
0: cage match stuff, man. Uh, we had a debate this weekend about Tom Cruise, uh, and uh, my husband revealed what a fan he is of Tom Cruise, even though he hates that about himself. Oh, He's really? like, you just can't help it. He's like, he he really is a movie star. Like This was what my husband Peter was saying, because uh, I was asking him if he was a fan of Keanu Reeves. And he said that he was no Tom Cruise. And I was like, what are you talking about? So what's his favorite about? Tom Cruise movie? That, a uh, good question. I forgot to follow up with that. I mean, obviously Top Gun is probably at the top of the list for a lot of guys. I would say just because right. it's like the cool breakout one. But, I mean, he's really good in Mission Impossibles. He just did those. You're not bad. You're not a bad actor.
1: I golf with a guy who landed on aircraft carriers on Saturday. And I was trying not to just blow him up with... Questions. Top Gun questions. No, really, that's <laughs> awesome. Because he's landed on an aircraft carrier at night. Oh my god! I mean, we've all seen Top Gun. Remember yeah. the beginning scene? They're landing at night. He said, "It is. It gets a little nervous." So he was the. He was like goose. He wasn't landed the pilot. On the thing, so scary. so he goes. It's kind of you know unnerving when you don't get to fly the plane. I mean, we all have been backseat drivers. How'd you like to be a backseat driver on a? Plane landed on an aircraft oh, carrier. Oh hell no! He said, and when you hear those guys keep saying "power, power, power, power," what is hearing that, mean? that in your headset it means power? Like they're watching you come in, they're guiding you in in the dark. That gives me anxiety. and power means you might be you're coming in too low. Like you need ah. to pull it up. Power, 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 and then boom, you hit the deck.
2: That's like astronaut stuff. There's only a few people that do that. They
1: say life. those fighter pilots, even though they, remember it's the equivalent. They're saying of. um Landing on an aircraft carrier at night, they say, take a posted stamp and lie it on the ground in the living room. Yeah. Turn off all the lights, run full speed, dive up in the air, and try and lick it. No.
2: <laughs> oh. Landing like Kevin on a with a broken nose, I did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Party wow. was drunk trying to lick stamps again. Just So he'll always be living.
1: Maverick Man. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I think I, Bieber once challenged, didn't he challenge Orlando Bloom to a fight that never happened? I'd, it was I'd, like I'd, something think, for charity. Let's yeah. get in a ring.
0: What's his deal you know, with fighting? I mean, is he I'd, really just?
2: I think maybe that's his thing. You know, he, he's he likes. He's an active
1: kid.
0: He was um, always taking
1: swings at paparazzi. Like yeah. he's got some moxie. Yes,
0: he uh-huh. does. See, just th- wonder why he's targeted Tom Cruise. American I think it's, treasure. <laughs> I think
2: it's funny that you just found out that, that Peter had a thing for uh, Tom Cruise.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we've watched Tom Cruise no. movies before. Um, Oblivion was like a huge one in our Great house one. for the longest time on yeah. account of the fact that my son was like obsessed with all the ships in it. And he'd be like, I want to watch that big guy movie. We're like, Oblivion with Tom Cruise? Uh, okay. I love that
2: movie. I forget about that movie. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. Um, but he definitely is somebody that wow you can uh, apparently and that Bieber wants about. to fight.
1: The Onion had this amazing headline last week, and the story was, average male is 4,000% less effective in fights than they imagine. <laughs> it's great. 4,000%. <laughs> 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 wow. I mean, it's all the guys that are like, dude, I'll beat him I up. I would smoke that guy. Yeah. No, I mean, there are wouldn't. so many guys who have never been in a fight ever in their life who make statements like that. Oh, I would smoke that dude. I'd hit him with my right fist, and then I'd hit him with my left
0: fist, oh. and it would be over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've Chris been in Pratt. I've been
2: in one fight my whole life. One.
0: Did you make contact? Was there like actual? I like, just, tossed you laid hand? Okay. just tossed
1: him around. Okay, tossed him around. Molly came after me. So. Molly's husband's a fighter. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's a. He's I would love to know what his original nose looked like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not so. Beat That's up. been
0: broken a couple of times. Um, yeah. So uh apparently well, this could be a celebrity match. Right. I would definitely watch. Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger. Married. They got married over the weekend. They if you can go to channel941.com to see the first look of the married couple, they look fantastic. Um guess it was a small intimate ceremony in California not a lot of big celebrity glitz um you know Chris Pratt's son Jack was there the Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn and I guess it was just a very nice quiet day the couple were both outfitted in custom Giorgio Armani uh, the re- reception menu apparently was light, made with a lot of local uh, foods, like a lot of vegetables and fresh fruits and stuff. How from easy here is by. that? I know. Nice and easy. Take a page. <laughs> yeah. That is your, that is your uh, celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94. We one. saw a
1: band on Saturday and Party was going to book it for the wedding. Is that happening? <laughs> Or does that happen every time I, you see a band? No,
2: it's never happened. I just like I like these guys. Um, we got a card and everything, but I don't know what we're doing yet uh for, for music and entertainment. In my head, I'm like, why don't we do a band and a DJ? Um, so I don't know. What'd you think of that band? I mean, I was loaded.
1: I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was served. <laughs> I mean, I got they were served. fun, people were dancing, so it was in the parking lot of the interlude. They yeah. had their Valley Flood Relief fundraiser and what was the name I, of the band? I, I don't remember. I have to get it from Wileen because she
2: got the card. Because I instantly walked through them I'm like, I want to book you now. And Wileen's like, is like okay, uh, no, I couldn't find Wileen for a second. I'm thinking dance floor because I heard the music out there in the parking lot. And there she was out there shaking her money maker, doing a good job at it too. I got a great video, Jeff, shot. Too. I just show share that. But uh,
1: yeah. Great band. Great time, too. Um, That was just a fun day. that was so cool. Like, Elmwood Golf Course. It was like a fun, nutty golf tournament. Like, there was a Jeep somebody could have won.
2: Yeah, it wasn't out of control. It was so fantastic. So many people supported this thing, Molly, uh, for the flood victims Mm -hmm. um, in in Valley that... uh, Normally do these golf tournaments, you see one hole that's sponsored. They had double sponsors on holes. And I was like, geez, man, that's how many people came together. So, so cool. That would have been 36 sponsors. It was fantastic. And 100% of the golf outings, uh, cash, all went to the people of the flood. So,
1: Yeah, Rachel yeah, Boakite did an amazing job. And <laughs> Scotty, all of them worked really hard. It was fun. Those well-put-together golf tournaments, man, are a I, thing. You know, they're not always that well-put-together.
0: The Big Party Morning Show on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94 1.